1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's
0: kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.
1: All right, final segment. Tons of stuff to get to. I got to bench somebody. We got the best of the best. We're going to spend a a few minutes on a premium matchup in the AFC. And then Boomer's final word with the pressure index, where Zach Wilson's not eligible because there's nothing to talk about. Boomer, I have to ask you this, and I know it's hot take, it's radio, but I, I, I think I can build a credible case here. There is a playoff caliber team that is being ransacked by their quarterback. Of 34 eligible quarterbacks, this young man is dead last. He's completely ineffective. He cannot process. He does not take shots. He holds the ball too long. And I think the backup could give them a better chance at winning. I give you Desmond Ritter. Can we please, for the sake of Arthur Smith and a good team, sit this kid down, please?
0: Sorry, so this is one of two teams this offseason that, decided to stand pat with somebody that they drafted. And the Washington Commanders w- were the other ones with Sam Howell, who struggled last week against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Desmond is obviously going through it right now, not understanding and not reading and not processing quickly enough. Uh, when you watch Tua, when you watch the great Tom Brady, all the great quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, all these guys at the top, Justin Herbert, who's on firing on all cylinders right now, what they do is they read the defenses, they know exactly where they're going with the ball before the back foot hits, and the ball is out. And they are anticipating their receivers to be open and and trusting their receivers to be where they're supposed to be. Um, Desmond right now, along with Zach Wilson, along with Sam Howell, along with some of these other younger quarterbacks, uh, Justin Fields in, in Chicago is another one. These kids are really having a hard time going through their progressions and getting rid of the football. And what what do they do is they end up getting nervous. The ball flies away on them. They're inaccurate. Yeah. And then they rely on their athleticism to try to get them out of trouble. And that's not the way you're supposed to be playing the position. So what I see is a kid that really is not feeling comfortable on the field, and it's really showing up in his accuracy and his lateness with the football.
1: I think if you go to Heineke, you have a better shot to win. Oh, 100%. And I, I, mean, and 100%. I understand they, they spent a second-round pick. I understand it's not fantasy land. I don't get to do whatever I want. I'm just saying you have a playoff-caliber team in a soft division. That kid is getting you beat. So it, I had to ask you, because I know the easiest thing to do is scream about benching a quarterback. Boomer, I've seen enough. But here's, just, here's what, here's what I will say.
0: It's okay to sit a kid down if he's not playing as well as you think he should be playing. Let the other guy go in. Let him right. settle everything down. Maybe you see on the practice field that Desmond is physically more gifted than Taylor is. But Taylor may be the guy that go in there, fight a little bit, go out there and run, make a first down, uh, understand the the offense a little better, and get everybody kind of galvanized. And maybe they win a couple games and Desmond's sitting there and he's watching from the sideline and itching to get back in there. So there's nothing wrong with doing that.
1: Okay, just making sure. I'll tell you now, if they're struggling in London, that's the first move I'm making if I'm Arthur Smith. I am not going to let that kid – drag my season to the bottom of the ocean. Um, All right, let's get to the best of the best. This week's best of the best. As good as it gets, man. Like you wait for showdowns like this. Bills, Dolphins, Bills laying two and a half, but let's just talk football at the start here. Boomer, how much a premium you put on this game early in the season? Miami trying to prove themselves. The Bills still top dog in the AFC East. I mean this is this has a heightened value to it right
0: well it does uh, for a number of reasons number one it's uh, for the division you know lead and and you want to own the division you want to win the division and you want to win games within your conference and that all leads to you know home field advantage throughout the playoffs and if we learned anything last year the dolphins felt like they could go up and win in in buffalo cold weather playoff game and Skylar Thompson was the quarterback and damn well they almost won the damn game I know so you know if I'm the Dolphins it's still early in the season nobody else is thinking like this we are in the media of course because these games have such significance when it comes to playoff seating later on in the year you got to win these games and nobody's playing better right now than the Miami Dolphin offense but I will say this the defense for the Bills has been tremendous the first three weeks of the season, although they haven't played great offenses. You know, they played the Raiders at home. They should have won that game. They did. They played Washington last week with a second-year quarterback in Sam Howell, and we're all over him. And they played against uh, Zach Wilson week one, and they probably would have won that game hadn't Josh Allen turned the ball over as much as he did. So I don't know how good that defense is right now. So, and I don't know well, if it's fast enough to go with this offense of the of the Dolphins.
1: So that's what I was going to ask you. So another team that I think is unathletic is the Patriots. It's just not an athletic team. It's not an athletic defense. And we saw what Belichick tried to do against McDaniel, which was at times having three safeties. We're going to play soft. But what the Dolphins are able to do this year, they weren't able to do last year, is counterpunch. Not just being patient, but Boomer. They're rolling two, three running backs out there. They're able to hit you five, seven, eight yards at a time. If you're the Bills... What is the move? How do you even begin slowing down what Miami's doing conceptually?
0: Well, I'll tell I'll tell you one thing. It's first and foremost, it starts with pass rush, and you know, Tua is not a guy that's going to run with the ball. You know, you know where he's going to be. I mean, he'll move a little bit. Uh, right. That's not his game. His game is you know timing. It's based on timing. It's based on uh, you know reading the defense and understanding where to go with the ball uh, quickly. Uh, You have to change coverages on him. He is really locked in to McDaniels offense and McDaniels, by the way, the way that they're calling their plays uh, is, is, is amazing. I love the way the creative design. I love the new motions that they have, uh, the quick motions that are giving their, their, their wide receivers a running start. But what we saw last week, we saw a team that could also run the ball. Like they're not just built around Tyreek Hill. This is a multifaceted offense where the quarterback is just totally in sync with the play caller, and it's just amazing to watch. But I also know going into Buffalo in front of 80,000 screaming Buffalo Bills fans is not an easy place to play for opposing quarterbacks.
1: So let me ask you a question. On surface, this will sound silly, but work with me. When I'm watching Miami, it reminds me of elite college offenses, right, where schematically you're, you're three levels above your opponent, and from a talent standpoint, My players are better than yours. And it just looks hopeless for defenses, right? So what you do collegiately is you can make a choice, and the choice is havoc. We're willing to get beat deep and burned a couple of times because we're going to blow up some stuff. We're going to knock a ball down. We're going to create a sack strip fumble. Is, is, Is there any sense in maybe ratcheting up the aggression and going, look, if we, if we sit back, they're just going to have a seven-on-seven seven drill. If we get up and mug the line of scrimmage a little bit, two is undersized, their O-line's not great, it's played well. Is there any sense in what I'm saying, or am I just trying to find a way to slow these guys down when there isn't one?
0: Well, I think you also have to take into account that you have a great quarterback on the other side. You know, we, Josh Allen's fantastic. In the last two weeks, he didn't turn the ball over nearly like he did in week one. And when he plays like that, they have been virtually unbeatable. They lose because he ends up turning the football over, and that's the only reason they lose. And it's when those turnovers appear uh, that has really killed the Bills, uh, especially in the biggest of games. So um, I, I'm aggressive offensively for sure. Defensively, I'm going to try to take a page right out of the, the playbook of the, of the Patriots, and you're going to try to contain these guys as best you can. And as a defense, I know what they're talking about. you got to rally to the football. you got to gang tackle uh, these great players But diminutive wide receivers, you know, they don't like getting hit. You know, this Tyree Kill is like a, you know, he's built very muscular, but he's he's small and he's diminutive. So that means you got to go out and you got to go hit these guys. And I'm sure that they are talking about that as a defense without question. But you know, this is not a team devoid of offense. On the other side, this is a team that could throw up thirty points on anybody as well. So I think. This is another high-scoring game. I think Seattle and the Giants are going to be really high-scoring, and I think this one's going to be really high-scoring as well. Who's your pick? I'm going to take the Dolphins. Um, and the reason I'm going to do that is because their speed is evident, and it's evident all over the field. And I had no idea that A-Chain was as fast as he is. And that's oh, yeah, the thing that champion. scares me. It's a track team. You know what it reminds me of? It is this this generation's version of the greatest show on turf. This is Kurt Warner. And Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt and Marshall Falk all over again.
1: Yep. Uh, look, I mean, I just have a problem after they've played so well and they put up 70 last week. It's like a dream sequence. I just wonder if it if we get a little bit of regression to the mean. Bills, it's under three. I'll lay the two and a half. I'll probably be disappointed. But I just, there's an element of a boomer. I just can't believe it could continue this way. Uh, if it does, we're watching the, the what, the second 600-point team in the history of the sport. I think the 13 Broncos were the last one to do it. Maybe we're looking at another one.
0: All right, well, think about uh, this. They, they average over 500 yards per game on offense, and the Bills like average giving up only about 250 a game. Something's got to give. And yeah. this is the best uh, offense the Bills will see all year.
1: I'll go free roll. I'll take the Bills. You're on the Dolphins. I just can't wait to watch it, period. And, no, in real life, I will not bet this game. This is football fan. Watch great. Game, uh, Let's get to the final word, shall we? Kickoff with Boomer and
0: Valenti, presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's, Lowe's Nose Home Improvement.
1: The final word. All right, Boats, what do you got for us this week?
0: All righty, so we always talk about a pressure index, and a couple quarterbacks, a couple coaches, I think, are on the hot seat and really have to play well this week. Of course, I think Justin Fields uh, going against the Broncos, who just gave up 70, so the Bear fan is probably sitting there going, you know, we, we, if we can't score against this defense and look what happened to them last week, um, then this is this is a point where you know maybe Matt Eberflus has got to come to grips with what's happening around them because they they went out and right. spent money on offense. So I think Justin Fields, without question, uh, Trevor Lawrence over in London. Uh, this was a, a horrendous loss on their part last week to the Houston Texans. They should be running away with the AFC South. You tell me what is going on with Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence? He should be better. They should be better. And this I is I can a only U-
1: offer a simplistic take. That they've made the transition from being the hunter to the hunted. And it's different. And it's a new year. And all that momentum last year is gone. It doesn't matter. You're a new team. And I still think, Boomer, the fatal flaw. They're very similar to Jets in this regard. It's the O line, it's just
0: not good. Well, in this case, you're going against Desmond Ritter. So the defense should be able to keep you in a game. Yeah. And the offense should be able to score. And, you know, Trevor's just got to be better. So I look, it's the quarterback, he's a big name. He's a great kid, uh, but I think, you know, in London, this is kind of their home away from home, as we all know. He's got to play well. Uh, how about Jameis Winston down in New Orleans? So they go out and they get their car, give him all this money, and, of course, he gets hurt. And now it's Jameis' team. They lose on the road, giving up 17 points to the Green Bay Packers. And now, all of a sudden, they come home. They got a game against the Bucs. It, it's within the division. They have the best defense. They have a tremendous amount of offensive players. I think Alvin Kamara should be back this week. And you got to believe that Jameis Winston has got to be licking his chops that this is my chance to get the job back. So go out and prove it.
1: Yeah, and if he looks good, he earns a starting gig somewhere else next year as a placeholder. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity to make money, quite honestly. No, the last thing, real quick, is just fields. I want to go back to what you said about the Bears. There has to be an element where they let this kid run. So just keep an eye on it. I mean, it, it, it's to a point now he's, he's getting two design runs a week. It's like, guys, figure it out. He can't throw it. Just cut him loose, right? Let him go. Uh, you
0: know, he says he wants to be let go, too. But, you know, there's a lot more than just being let go, Mike. You, you got you got to be a leader of the team, and the team has got to know that you know what you're doing. And if you don't know what you're doing, then the team is going to implode from inside. And losing does that to teams. That's why Zach Wilson is under so much pressure here in New York as well.
1: Yep. Well, listen, we're at the quarter poll. We'll have some of that stuff next week for you. More picks, more conversation. Sit back, enjoy the games. It's actually an incredible weekend of games. Uh, for Boomer's Eyes and I'm Mike Valenti, that is kickoff, and we will talk to you next week.
0: It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.